Cleveland A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, where we've got those uh, YouTube links going out, and on TikTok as well. Uh, got to thank our sponsors, because they truly do make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai, check them out. Uh, make them a part of your car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or by going to wilsoncountyhunday.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, they are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So Zach is back from his uh, week uh, vacation in the Keys. Uh, so hope you got some R&R and are ready to go because it's draft season officially deep diving into April. Uh, and we've got these A.J. Brown rumors to talk about, Zach, because a week ago they first surfaced from Rich Samini who talked about how the Jets are getting desperate for a top-tier wide receiver after missing out on the Tyreek Hill trade. Rich Samini last week brought up three players that are going into expiring contracts that the Jets are, quote, keeping an eye on. Those three players were DK Metcalf of the Seahawks, Debo Samuel of the Niners, and A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. And so we reacted to that, but now, now Rich Samini doubled down on his report by, again, reporting this yesterday on Sunday, April 3rd on ESPN.com. First, a quote from Joe Douglas the uh, Jets GM, if the opportunity is right and the price is right, we're going to strike. And then Samini continues, the hot names are the Seahawks, DK Metcalf, the Titans, AJ Brown, both of whom only one year left on the rookie contracts and are up for mega extensions. The receiver market has exploded. We know this. The Jets Twitter pounced on that, fueling the visions of Metcalf and Green. Would it be wise for the Jets to make a blockbuster move? It takes two to tango. The Seahawks are telling uh, teams that DK Metcalf is not available. Brown is the name to watch, as mentioned two weeks ago, because of the Titans' tight cap situation. So in Samini's report there, Zach, there was one thing said about DK Metcalf that he's not available. And then there's the Brown is the name to watch because the Titans have a tight cap situation. Now, if you go to our website, adizesports.com, Zach Reagan did a good job of blending Rich Samini's report and also getting a comment from John Robinson, Titans GM, who talked to Jim Wyatt last week. And John Robinson said last week to Jim Wyatt that he has yet to receive any calls about A.J. Brown. And he also said that he wants A.J. Brown to remain a Titan and they're going to work on things once the free agency situation kind of cools off a little bit. So there's no doubt the Titans want to keep A.J. Brown and extend him. But Rich Samini, now twice in the last two weeks, has floated out there the Jets wanting to go after A.J. Brown. All right, so there's a lot to unpack here. I'm probably going to give away some of my percentage because we are going to ask that question. I'm really in interested in the next two questions we're going to ask the fan chat on today's show. Here's where it all started. The fact that they missed on Tyree Kill started this whole damn thing, right? Yep. So they swung and missed, and then they went into the bear desperation of trying to find a top wide receiver. So what do they do? They throw out the top three 
young wide receivers that have had success. Debo Samuel, who has changed the entire landscape of the, the NFL's offense, trying to find a multi-threat type guy that could do it all at running back, behind the backfield, jet sweeps, and catch balls uh, by running routes. DK Metcalf, obviously because Russell Wilson is lo no longer there, that does make sense that DK Metcalf could be on the move. But in that report, as you said, the Seahawks has have kind of denied that and said, hey, look, we're not looking at yeah. this point. Now, things change, but that's what that, that report said. Here's my thing, and let's go back to what you just put on the screen. It says, Metcalf isn't available, a source says. Brown is a name to watch, as mentioned two weeks ago, because the Titans' tight cap situation. Do they not understand the landscape of the NFL and what's happening? GMs are spending money like it's monopoly dollars because yeah. they know the salary cap is going up, 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 year after year after year after year. So tight cap situations are not the reason why teams are jumping ship. It's actually literally the opposite where they're putting more money into their franchise type players. And we've seen that peppered all over this particular free agency mm -hmm. this gives me absolutely no substance zero substance this again as i said literally a week ago today this is a desperate franchise and a desperate beat reporter looking for any desperate topic to make the jets fans and you know what it worked so Golf clap to this dude because Samini got the Jets fans and in their on their crap ass YouTube channels with their Jets <laughs> hats and their their and I, I saw one guy and it was atrocious. I mean it was I, I don't maybe they're called Jet Boy. I don't I don't know what the guy was called, but Green Boy, whatever. Oh I'm calling yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. I'm calling him Jet Boy from here on out. Yeah, because you cannot sit there and tell me that this makes any inkling of sense. For the Titans, we'll talk about that later on in the show. The Jets, of course, want a big-time receiver to pair with Zach Wilson. But the Titans would not want to do this. I think this is absolutely absurd. And I think this is a this is the Jets as a whole. Because, look, things are leaked, right? The, the franchise ain't stupid. They know who the beat reporters that get waves to make moves happen. Mm -hmm. Just like Adam Schefter does his due diligence for the University of Michigan that's oh. kind of off-putting now. Okay, stop doing all the Michigan stuff, Schefter. You're better than that. You're a true blue reporter. Stop doing this. This is the type of stuff with the New York Jets just trying to beg for attention. This is what we call attention whores. The Jets are attention isn't it our attention whore. That's yeah, exactly I mean, th what this report is. Yeah, they're the second team in the big market of the Big Apple. And you mentioned Jet Boy. Jet Boy is not exactly moving very fast, if you know what I mean, after looking at that guy. But I, I do think that it's interesting that it continues to happen. Why is this continuing to happen? Like, why, why is DK Metcalf not going to be an option, but AJ Brown is? And, you know, A.J. Brown's continuing to tweet and cryptic 
uh, vague ways too, right? Because that's how he tweets. I know, I know, but the dude that, but, tweets like but, that. But, but that's but here's we know that you guys watching the show know how AJ Brown tweets. Jets fans don't. So Jets fans see AJ Brown tweeting, "Jesus, take the wheel," and I'm tired of this stuff. Sometimes, sometimes things don't happen how you want it to. All these cryptic, nonsensical country music lyrics that AJ Brown tweets out there. Jets fans are thinking, "Oh, he's unhappy with the Titans," and that's where that's where Jets fans are starting to get a little too excited uh, with what's going on here. So let's go ahead and ask our first question of the day because we have a couple AJ Brown trade questions uh, to get the temperature of what you guys feel. What percentage chance do you give the Titans to trade away AJ Brown to the Jets? What percentage chance do you give the Titans to trade away? AJ Brown to the Jets. Jay says, never say never this offseason. Nobody expected Cheetah to one out of KC. If AJ wants out, uh, it, then there's some substance behind the rumors. I, I, actually, Jay, that's wrong. You just didn't real, realize the landscape. A lot of us knew that the likeliness of Tyree Kill staying in Kansas City was actually pretty low. They had two deals that they had to figure out. One was Tyree Kill, and then the other one was Travis Kelsey. They were going to pick Kelsey no matter what. Sure. And so that, that there's some writing on the wall. We knew that. Just like Russell Wilson. We knew Russell Wilson. We knew that there was going to be a decision from Aaron Rodgers. A lot of this stuff is not surprising. Now, where they actually went, I mean, I didn't know he was going to go to the Dolphins or the Jets would be interested. But we kind of knew because of, and this is true, cap situations but the Titans, they've cleared a lot of their cap to sign Harold Landry and make moves around this. Do they have to sign A.J. Brown? Yes, they absolutely have to. Or they have to trade him if they're not willing to do that. Right. But I, I just don't see it. But I'm curious to see what the chat says on this. The percentage, yeah. the actual number that they think. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of uh, negatives in front of numbers. All right, so let's go ahead and get to that. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. If you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. The dozens plus physicians there at the Bone and Joint Institute specialize in any type of uh, joint injury you could possibly have, including if you have the same type of injury as Derrick Henry. Because tomorrow at 1215, we're going to be talking to Dr. Watson, the foot specialist at the Bone and Joint Institute, about where Derrick Henry is at right now in his rehab and recovery when it comes to the foot surgery he had in uh, in November and what it looks like for Derrick Henry's long-term career. So that's the Bone and Joint Institute. Another Doc Talk segment coming up tomorrow. That's Tuesday at 12.15 uh, Central Time, so just after, just after noon Central. Get ready for that on the same channels live that you're watching uh, right now, boneandjointtn.org. Don't forget, we are powered by BetMGM. Use that promo code right there. But special tonight, because we got the big game, BetMGM, A-T-O-Z-200 for a $10 money line wager win $200 when either team hits a three-pointer tonight. We're going to be watching tonight. That is, hey, you can't beat that. It's literally giving away free money. That's A-T-O-Z-2-0-0, no spaces. That's the promo code. Sign up today for a $10 Moneyline wager and win $200 when either team hits a three-pointer. A three is going to be got tonight. That is the king of sportsbooks. Download the app in your Android or Apple app store. Especially these two teams playing. Those those two teams could not miss on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a fun game tonight. All right, so... 
What percentage chance do you give the Titans to trade away A.J. Brown to the Jets? I'm just going to go through uh, some some percentages. Ethan Ramsey says 5%. Never say never, but it's pretty much never. D. Good on YouTube says 10%. Obviously, there's always a chance, and J-Rob still has to listen. Uh, more Malachi says 1%. If I say zero, then something will happen. Uh, Chris Flint says zilch percentage. Joe Smith, 50 if they can get multiple top picks and a player that can play immediately at a position of need like Becton, who is a, a starting tackle for the New York Jets. So there's Joe thinking deep into this. Uh, G-Man says everyone is available to be traded. Lane gives it a 2%. Jay Tyrus uh, on YouTube says, with as little interest this organization has towards improving 65%, which I think is a ridiculous comment from Jay uh, there on YouTube. John says a reluctant 60% because it's 2022 and people are wanting money over wins. Tighten up says 30. Dustin with a 1.1%. Scar with zero. Patrick on Facebook with zero, unless they throw out a monster deal like multiple firsts or something. We'll talk about uh, uh, trade compensation later on in the show. Tight up Ohio says 10%. It would take a hell of a lot to trade him away. Derek says 0%. I think J-Rob would take two first, but they are uh, but they are trying to get it. So, Zach, uh, a lot of zeros, a lot of 10 or less percentages, and then a couple at 50%, and then one ridiculous at 65%. Uh, so, Zach, where are you in your percentage of the Titans will trade away A.J. Brown to the New York Jets? Well, look, King's ransom. So, I, you know, I, I think... John Robinson has always said if he can get a King's ransom, he'd be willing to listen. But I'm going 1%. Uh, that's how little I think that this, this happens. I don't think that the Jets are willing to put out a King's ransom. Now, would you – I guess here's a quick, quick question. Would you say that the Dolphins threw out a King's ransom to the Kansas City Chiefs for Ty Tyreek Hill? Well, I know it was a, a total of five picks. Um I know it was a first and included round. a first round pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I need to figure out what the rest uh, of the trade was. And the reason why I asked that, Austin, while you look it up, the reason why I asked that is because the Jets were in the running for this, right? It was the top two teams, regardless yes. of whether Tyreek Hill said that he was going to pick, you know, the Jets or not. Is that at least it sets a standard or a bar of where the Jets' mindset was. For Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is older than AJ Brown, right? So I, I I would value youth. So it would be even more than this. Yeah. So five picks is what uh the Dolphins gave up for Tyreek Hill. The a first round pick this year, number 29, a second round pick, number 50, and a fourth round pick this year. So a first, second, and a fourth this year, two top 50 picks, plus in 2023 a fourth rounder and a sixth round pick. So, I mean, it would have to, I mean, we'll talk about trade compensation later on, but it would have to be more than that, in my opinion, for the Titans to trade up or to give away. Because the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a lot of other things or outside of Tyreek Hill in that offense. A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. They, they don't. That they don't the have offense. a proven elite quarterback. They've got a a running back who is the best in the league, but is coming off of a serious foot surgery. I mean, the fact of the matter is he was not 100% in that playoff game. I think we both agree with that. And then now no Julio Jones. You, you traded for Robert Woods, which I think I love, but at the same time, 
he is coming off of an ACL, and how much can he give you right out of the gates? Will he be 100%? I think we've all questioned that. I think that he will be close to 100% week one. But I just don't see with the structure of this franchise and through John Robinson's words, now actions speak louder than words, but his words say that the Titans are going for it. I mean, they, I mean, he was upset that they lost that divisional round matchup as the number one seed in the AFC. What would be stupid would be to trade away your second best offensive weapon. And that second best offensive weapon could turn into your best yeah, offensive yeah. weapon yeah. very yeah. soon. I think this is a 1% because of the King's Ransom. We'll talk about what that King's Ransom will be in the second segment, which I I actually think that's probably the better conversation because I think this is, again, I'll double down on the desperate beat writer covering a desperate franchise with desperate fans that are the New York Jets. Look, Mark Sanchez ain't run, running through that door, and that was the last time the Jets were worth a damn. I mean, that's cold hard truth yeah uh listen here you so bobby says aj is the titans best offensive weapon donald just says need to start phasing out derrick henry so yeah as soon as we talk about this you start getting some derrick henry conversations then i think you know it's it's a fair off season to have some of those henry conversations and i'll talk more about derrick henry in, his, in the doc talk segment tomorrow uh at 12 15 central time uh with dr watson from the bone and joint institute so uh you say one percent my percentage Zach, I am always, I am a believer in there is a price for everything that I, I truly believe there is a price for everything. Somebody will sell something. Somebody will sell their most cherished object, their most cherished thing for some type of price. Now, is that price realistic? Will they ever be offered that price is a different conversation, but there is a price for everything. So there's a price for the Titans to trade AJ Brown to the Jets. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But my percentage of that happening, I think, is at five to six percent. It's a little bit higher than what you're saying, but I, I just don't see it happening. The Titans, and here's where I go with this, because I had somebody DM me, and I'll keep their name anonymous so that I don't out them because they DM me. So they asked, you know, what if you know the Jets traded this and that for AJ Brown? And I said, you know, that would be really intriguing, but the Titans are in a what they believe a Super Bowl window. So they're not going to trade up somebody who will carry them into the playoffs and through the playoffs to have hopefully reach that Super Bowl window. They're not going to trade that person away right now. If that if the Titans were, let's say, the Steelers or the Patriots, who are in a reset of their organization, right? Mac Jones year two. You like it? What do you have in the first year? You don't, but it's you're still not gunning for much right now. The Steelers, new quarterback. You're not gunning for something right now. If you're in those situations where you're picking 20th or 21st in the first round, and you have this magical asset in AJ Brown or somebody like that, now you might be more willing to talk about that and trading that away so you get a bunch of high picks to maybe go reset and align your quarterback situation with a new wide receiver or whatever it might be in that top 10 pick, right? But the Titans are not the Steelers and they're not the Patriots. The Titans are a back-to-back -back divisional champion and they have an opportunity to go three-peat and they feel pretty good about their chance to go three-peat in the AFC South. 
And I mean, I don't, that hasn't been done ever by the Tennessee Titans. They never won back to back up until this past January. So that's where I say five or 6% chance because there is a price for everything, but the Titans are in too big of a window to jeopardize what they could actually do by capitalizing off of AJ Brown, Derrick Henry. I think you're too high on 5%. You're too, there's too much percentage. You need to come down closer to two. And I'll tell you why. The Jets, you said it. You talked yourself right into it. The Jets have what to offer. They've got top, they've got first round picks. Yeah. The Titans aren't very good at drafting first round talent. <laughs> Why are they going to go trade for something they're not very historically, they're not very good at? No, I, no, I get that. I, I, I get and, that. And but... John Robinson probably doesn't think, oh, I'm not good. And it doesn't mean not I try. But why are you trading for something you've had more success doing uh, and, and yielding better results from second and third round guys than you have first round picks? Your first round picks, you got Jeffrey Simmons. We don't know what Caleb Farley is going to be. Isaiah Wilson is the worst pick in NFL history. Thank like, you. Like, Corey Davis is a big, big ass bust. Uh, Jordan Jackson is no longer on the team. We go through this all the time. Sure. All that we this sure. is a constant of us. So why are you going to trade for a first I, round pick I'm, when you're not very good at that, picking first round talent? I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not saying I would do it. I'm you just, need to go to two percent then. No, my no. The reason why I'm at five percent is because. I think the Jets are going to at least call. I think the Jets are going to try. That's why I'm at 5%. Because whenever a team is at least going to try, and whenever a team, like, what did you what did you call the Jets, Zach? You called them a desperate franchise, right? Whenever a franchise is desperate, and I'll add to that, whenever a franchise in New York or Los Angeles is desperate, they do crazy things. And I think the Jets are desperate enough to make John Robinson, one, pick up the phone. He might hang up the phone. The Jets are probably going to call back because they're desperate. And I think John Robinson will pick it up again and see what that counteroffer might be. Now, again, it's a, I, the Titans should not do this, and I do not believe the Titans will do this. Again, we are arguing about me saying there's a 5% chance of it happening, of you thinking that's too high, which is fine. But... I, I don't think it's going to happen, nor should it happen. The Jets are desperate, but that means that they could offer something absolutely ridiculous that the Titans have to say, well, let us think about it. Can the Jets make the Titans think about it? Can can the Jets call and offer something where John I, I Robinson says, I got to think about that. Let me I call don't you think back. so. I don't think so. It would have to be a historic trade. Right. And historic trades, Austin, don't happen for wide receivers. Historic trades happen for quarterbacks. That's the difference. So that's why there's, I, I mean, I wish I could go zero. I, I would go zero because you're not going to get what I think AJ Brown is worth to the franchise. And honestly, I'm going to give the love to the show to Jason Martinez. Okay. Because Jason brings up something that I actually believe. I think this is right. Austin, what do you think? You brought this up. Good franchises don't, good franchises don't have Super Bowl windows. Their windows are always open. What do you think about that comment? I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's a good comment. It's a great comment. It's but, the love but, of the show. But like, it's, who's the, the? You don't have Super Bowl windows. The Green Bay Packers Super Bowl window has been open for freaking twenty plus years. The yeah. Patriots open twenty the plus Patriots years. Super the Bowl Steelers is not currently open though. The Steelers open. The, not right, the, I, look, you, you, I, you have no idea. 
if Mac Jones plays out of his mind and Bill Belichick, who's a good coach, look, they were a playoff team last year with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know, but I don't think the the AFC has gotten so much tougher. I don't think the Patriots and the Steelers Super Bowl look, window the, is open, and it their wasn't. Window, open. Oh, their window it, is open. It may be cracked, but it's still open. No, 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 Zach, come on, it's cracked. Zach. The last two years in 2020 and 2021. The Patriots and Steelers Super Bowl windows were not open. You cannot even begin to try to sell me that. Also, you know, bad the, the, sales. The Patriots job. last year were the number one seed for a, a couple of weeks late in the season. Yeah, I think but you we may all have knew, predicted all them knew. to Austin at one point. Austin, eat your words, eat the crow. You at one point picked the Patriots to be the number one seed during the year. Remember when we had that conversation? Yeah. It was like week, I'd say 13 or 14 when we had that show. But, but we all knew yeah. the Patriots were limited, Zach. Come on, man. And now like, that we know that, but look, a window being open, it can still be cracked. And I think what Jason Martinez is bringing up is that those that is the sign of a good franchise. Well, for the most part, yes. For the, for the last 20 years, the Patriots and Steelers Super Bowl windows have been open outside of like, two or three years randomly, like Tom Brady tears his ACL. Okay. Maybe that shuts it one year when something happens with the Steelers in the mid two thousands, I might've shut it too. But yes, for the most part, it is true that those two franchises are two of the best and they are, they are usually contending for something significant late in the season. All right. So we've talked about our percentages. There's low, but as you said, desperate times call for desperate measures and could there be a historical trade that would happen? Because I think that's the only way that it happened. So let's ask this question, Austin, yeah. and to the chat, really, to Titans fans. What would you be willing to take from the Jets for A.J. Brown? So now you are John Robinson, and you can look. The Jets call, bring, bring, bring. Hey, we're willing to talk. What are you willing to take from us? We got multiple first-round picks. They're both in the top 10. We got future picks. We got players. A, a, a commenter earlier talked about the tackle. That, that's actually very – I mean, that was good. The Makai Beckton, yeah. It was good. That was good stuff. Early in yeah. the show. Mm -hmm. So let's ask that question. All right. And, uh, Zach, are you using a phone from, like, the 50s with your – with your ring there? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do this. Rotary? The the old one, three. Have you ever yeah. used one of those phones? Yes, uh, but not in probably 22, 24-ish years. Yeah, yeah I think the last time I was like in an eight, a state cell with my grandparents. <laughs> Looking around, <laughs> I think I saw one of those. All right, so Titans fans, what would you be willing to take from the Jets for A.J. Brown? What would you be willing to take from the Jets uh, for A.J. Brown via trade. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, FBHP.com. That's what I know. And I also know great coverage. I also know gr better rates. And I also know better service. That's what I've gotten with FBHP.com slash A to Z. That's where you need to go. But that's Farm Bureau Health Plans. I changed my health plan this year, and I'm really happy that I did. I'm reaping the benefits already, saving 20% per month. 20% per month. I bet you you don't even know what your health plan is. And I'm talking to every single one of you listening right now. What's your health plan, bro? Huh? Take take a second. Think about it. How much do you pay? Oh, blah, blah, oh. You don't know. That's a problem because now you're wasting money. Why would you waste money? Why don't you go to fbhp.com slash A to Z? 
35 minutes. You got 35 minutes to save money. And I'm not, I'm talking about future revenue. I'm talking about like every single month. That's what I was able to do. I love my plan. It is a better plan. I've got better coverage at a better rate and I get better service. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. You can get on the phone or you can take the survey online. That's Farm Bureau Health Plan. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app, and they've got a lock for you tonight. And there's not a lot of locks when it comes to the college basketball tournament that we've been watching, but here's a lock. If you are a new user, you download the app, you use our code ATOZ200, that's ATOZ200, you place a $10 Moneyline wager on either team. I do North Carolina because it's plus money. So you place a $10 Moneyline wager on North Carolina to win tonight, then you get $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-point shot, that's going to happen. So you're going to get $200 regardless of what happens with that money line wager. So do that. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligible requirements. Rewards issue if not trouble free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Uh, here live on this Monday, what are the Titans fans in the chat saying that they would take from the Jets for AJ Brown, Zach. Let's try. I'm just going to say, Kobe says Zach Wilson in a second. <laughs> I hope Kobe. Oh. I, I, it, it ain't Kobe Bryant. That's Kobe no. Brooks. No, Kobe uh, you don't want shot. Zach Wilson. If you can't win with Brian Daniel, you sure as hell can't win with Zach Pick Wilson. Uh, speaking of picks, Mr. Corey 488 says both their first, which is. The Jets, right now, they have the fourth overall pick, uh -huh. and they also have the 10th overall pick from yep. Seattle for right. Jamal Adams. Yep. Uh, that's a lot of picks. Uh, James is saying Zach Wilson, a first-round pick. So there's more people coming for Zach Wilson, which is surprising to me, honestly. All their first and the tackle. Makai back. Yana says nothing because the Titans need AJ. Scott says Zach Wilson and three first-round picks. That would be two this year and one next year. Um, Brent says he'd take the fourth overall, the 10th overall, and uh, in the first round for AJ. I mean, you need more than that, guys. Jonathan says first, fourth overall, and first, 10th overall. Guys, you, you're I mean, that's, that's the starting spot. That's the starting spot, no doubt. Because look, like, that's the minimum. <laughs> I'm like Josh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is my answer. That Take laugh. everything. That that the lad the more <laughs> made me laugh at the end of that. I, I no, think Jarrell Jarrell. Right, shout out Jarrell. We watched the show. Long time listener. Three firsts is where we're starting, and you're gonna get more picks. And I need five. If Tyree Kill got five, I need multiple firsts, and I need other picks. So I I actually like this. You give me. And I don't want to do this. I'd have to think about it. I, it's just like a house purchase. I'd have to sleep on it. Well, in Nashville, you don't have time to sleep. You better no, you don't. offer. So, But uh, in a, an, another quaint town where you can actually sleep on a decision for a house purchase, I sit there and I sleep on three first-round picks, which is the fourth overall, the tenth overall, and, a, and next year's next first year. because they're yeah. probably going to suck. Right. And I, so I, I actually consider this. Oh, so this is... I don't do it. I, I'm not saying I do it, but I need three first-round picks for a wide receiver. Right. That's so let's, the key. And, and the reason so, why, and I'll tell you why, 
you're going to have to draft a better quarterback. I, I'm doing this to get a better quarterback. It, it, this is my Ryan Tannehill. Trait. So let's, let's talk about this. Uh, I did want to read a, a comment from Vincent, uh, who I think deserves to be heard. <laughs> we waited 20 years for a top five receiver in a pass happy league. And we run the ball constantly and that's making AJ seem credible. He is not, this is all crazy. So yes, Vincent, you are correct. This is all crazy. But for the sake of I mean, conversation, look, I'm at 1%, Vincent. I ain't yeah. trading AJ Brown away. But, but again, I, I believe, and I think most people believe, there is a price for everything. And if there's a price for everything, then I, I think there's something out there that can make John Robinson say, let me think about this and call you back. So let's start with what you're saying, because I agree. At very minimum, it is the two first round, the two top 10 picks this year, plus some later on. Right, that's the very, very, I very. Have to have a, I have to have three first-round picks. Yeah, but I agree, I agree with you. So let's act like the Titans are going to get three first-round picks for AJ Brown, plus like a fourth and a fifth or something like that late next year. Right, so you get the two first this year, plus next year's first and uh, next year's fourth for conversation. Okay, so now the Titans have three first-round picks this year: four, ten, and twenty-six. You still don't have a second rounder, but you got some good capital right here, right? So what do you do at fourth overall? At fourth overall, you go draft the best wide receiver in the class, Garrett Wilson out of, out of Ohio State. So now you got that. At 10th overall, I think you have an opportunity to get a really good quarterback in this class at number 10, if you want to. Or you can draft your right tackle or an offensive lineman to fit at their, on the right side, right? Now Dylan Raiden's can play left, now you feel better. And then you still have 26th. And at 26, you can trade out of it to go back to get more picks, but you're starting to recoup and rebuild what you're doing with trading away A.J. Brown. Now, this is ridiculous, but I would rather have A.J. Brown over Garrett Wilson. I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill this season over uh, any of these quarterbacks you can get at number 10. Like, Malik Willis isn't ready to play. You know? Well, you know, you're not drafting a guy that's ready to play. Here's the only the stipulation, and I, I said this when we talked about uh, the Cincinnati quarterback last week. Desmond Ritter. You have to fall in love with him. You have to fall in love with a quarterback that you are willing to replace Ryan Tannehill sooner rather than later. Sooner not being this year. Maybe even sooner not being the following year. But as we talked about, you have to draft your replacement if he's not going to play, you have to draft him in the first round for the fifth year option. You have to. It's a requirement. You can't. You would be stupid not to. Yeah. So, you would have to be. And this is not a great quarterback class, right? No. So you're not trading up to get the fourth overall pick to draft. You know, there's usually what happens. There's three really good quarterbacks, and they're all kind of drooled over. And they all go one, two, three, or four, right? Like that, that's how they happen. This is just not that draft. That's mm -hmm. why I'm a 1% chance to trade AJ Brown. Even if you put all this stuff together and you gave me three first round picks, I still have to love the quarterback. And I don't love little Paul's Kenny. I don't love Malik Willis because he played at Liberty. And I, that does go into it for me. Like, it's, I, not, I, it's, it's not a small school thing. It is more of the offense thing I, for me. Bo, I think it's both for me. Well, it, yeah, I, but we've it seen has small to be a small school thing. No, because those cornerbacks are slow as molasses compared I, I to. I think it's 
yeah, to the but, NFL. But you can look at film and see if a quarterback completed that pass because the corner was small and slow, or if it was just a good throw that was that was open, right? Like you can you can look past small schools. There's small school quarterbacks that we see have success. There's no doubt. But it's it's about the offense and what he was not asked to do at Liberty in that offense. It was so it was just so super. So simplified because college coaches have to do that now because they have to be able to win right now by scoring 50 points a game and you keep it simple so you can do that and creating mismatches that can't can't be replicated in the NFL. So I here's let's again hypothetical the Titans do this. You get number four, number 10, and number 26. I think you use four and ten for uh offensive lineman and wide receiver either way. You can get a top O lineman or top wide receiver one way or the other. Then 26, you can either trade out of to get more picks or you take Desmond Ritter, who the Titans might like because of the Luke Fickle connection that's been reported, right? And so now you have Ryan Tannehill with a top flight wide receiver rookie and you have a new offensive lineman that can plug and play at right tackle for you to help. And now you have your future behind you. And, but again, the report if you do goes this, back to cap space, right? That's the whole reason why they're talking about. And all of a sudden, you now don't, you only have to pay Jeffrey Simmons and you don't have to pay your star brand new wide receiver as your first round pick for another five years. Yep. That, that you're kicking the can down the road, which look, GMs are constantly kicking cans. That's just right. how you play. I, I just think it's unique that you'd have to love a, a quarterback. And you would be giving up on what this year you think this year is. And you would not be waving the white flag, but you would be saying, if we win the division and lose in the playoffs, that's okay because we set up our future. That's what the Titans would be saying if they did this. Because now you would have you would have offensive lineman, quarterback, and wide receiver tied together on a on cheap rookie contracts, right? If you did that. Yeah, but the the today's NFL, right? The last three years, it's gas pedal down. It's not. It's not. Let's wait and set ourselves up for the future. That's I not agree. today. That's why. That's why the NFL is so popular is because everybody's got their gas pedal down. The Broncos, all of a sudden, you blinked and you're like, "Holy, they're a Super Bowl contender!" Like in the matter of uh, uh, of seconds, this off season and Josh Josh Allen is still young. Patrick Mahomes is still young. Like. Lamar Jackson's still young. These guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah, Justin hey, Herbert's even younger. I mean, that guy's still popping pimples. Yeah. Um, and hey, and, hey, and uh, or I don't know if you're bringing up the same comment. There's a, there's a few comments I want to bring up. This is why you don't trade A.J. Brown. And I will sit here and say this 100%. You waste Derrick Henry. Yeah. You cannot do that. You've already said, John Robinson and the Titans have already said they believe in Ryan Tannehill at least this year. I think they're wasting Derrick Henry this year by believing in Ryan Tannehill. But, hell, what's done is done. You cannot do this. Whatever the Jets offer, even three first-round picks, you cannot do this because the earlier commenter said, you finally drafted uh, your best wide receiver in franchise history, which is A.J. Brown. and you have the best running back in the league. Why are you going to piss that away and just completely screw it up well, with picks that you're not even good at picking? Because you would, because you would, if you did this, the answer is because of you're changing your philosophy on how to win offensively. That, that I mean, that's the answer. It, the, the real answer 
is because you are understanding that Derrick Henry, primo Derrick Henry, can't win you a Super Bowl. That would be the This goes to what you live and breathe on. That means that you're you're setting yourself up for Todd Downing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And this comment right here, can you add Todd Downing to the trade? Yeah, the Jets would veto that in a heartbeat. But no, I don't change your philosophy for your crap ass offensive coordinator that wasn't very good this year. I'm not telling you what my opinion is. I'm telling you what that move would say the Titans' opinion is. My opinion is I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry running the ball 350 plus times a season. I think you have to force feed AJ Brown and your other weapons on the outside to continue to keep defenses on their toes. And Todd Downing has to be way better, way better as a play caller. So look, but it's not going to happen. It's, I think it's a fun conversation because I love the draft and I love talking about the potential of, you know, would you rather take, uh, you know, one shot at this, one more shot with this roster, this construction in 2022, or set yourself up with a rookie quarterback, a rookie wide receiver, and a rookie offensive lineman who are all cheap while you're paying your defense to be studly and and go and reset that way. They're, obviously, they're, you want to take one more shot. Obviously. They're taking one more shot. Yes. They they believe in Tannehill. Right. They've said that. Like they they're taking one more shot. They they, they just won the AFC's crown. Uh, regular season crown. Yep. They're not going to... Now, a lot of things has changed since then, right? But, like, Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl since then. So, like, uh, they're taking one more shot. Uh, Jets fans, keep crying because you're now, not going to get A.J. Brown. Well, there is... And one thing we have not spent as much time on in this conversation, I want to scroll back up uh, to a comment that I wanted to read earlier, but we kind of moved on from it. But it was it was about the AJ Brown conversation, uh, and it, oh God, I'm not gonna be able to find that comment. Oh, here it is, Mister Clean. Can't give AJ 25 million a year and win, so trade him and get a hell of picks for him. Like AJ Brown's going rate is somewhere around 25 million a year with a contract extension. That's that's what the market's telling you. So the cap is obviously going to go up, 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 like Cardi B a lot over the next few years with everything that's happened in the TV and streaming changes. So is AJ, is that, is the contract is what Mr. Clean is saying. The contract is too expensive for what AJ Brown is for you in this setup of offense. So you might as well get a bunch of picks for him. It's kind of similar to what the Preds just went through with Philip Forsberg. Philip Forsberg is going to get $11 million a year if he gets the open market, which is a ton in hockey. The Preds probably can't afford that number, but they're not going to trade him away because you can't trade away that offense. Philip Forsberg and AJ Brown are kind of in that same situation. Now the Preds decided to keep Forsberg, which was the right move, but they might lose him and get nothing for that. I want to say this. AJ Brown is the best wide receiver the Titans have ever drafted. He's 24 years old. Correct. You pay him. Yes. You pay him what? You negotiate, right? You don't pay him everything he wants because he wants Tyree Kill money. He's not going to get that because all of the top paid wide receivers, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DJ Moore is 25, but those all of those are 28 to 30-year-old wide receivers. This is where you, you are going to have A.J. Brown for, for whatever the contract length is, five years with probably some outs later on in that contract to be able to trade him away because of the landscape of the NFL. 
He's 24 years old. You pay the young man, and the Titans pay him. And that it's just the going rate. So don't worry about money. You can always make more money. That, that that's my fame. My my and grandfather AJ Brown makes you more money. And and right, right. I, my grandfather always said, "Hey, don't you can always make more money if you work. If you find the Titans and the NFL are going to make more money over the next five years. You pay him, and if it costs twenty five million a year." It costs twenty five well, million. And, and a lot of you guys, after the twenty five million a year conversation, kept brought up, is that everybody's saying, "Well, the injuries, the knees, the all that, right?" A, like AJ Brown's going to get a big contract. His knee, his injuries, might cost him some guaranteed money in that contract, but it's going to look like a monster deal. And John says the Titans are a run based team. The only way that you stop being a run based team is you get good wide receivers. And you, you and pay you know them what? and you throw to them. And you know what? Good wide receivers want to play with other good wide receivers. Tyree Kill went to Miami. He wanted to play with Jalen Waddle. That, that, there's the speed factor that's marketable. You can make more money. Why did Julio Jones become a Titan? Because Some of that was A.J. Brown. Yeah. So you, you pay the man. Oh, and uh, Ken with a true comment. 700 mil for a new stadium. Y'all, y'all think we tripping for 25 for a wide receiver? Great That's comment there, comment. Ken. That is a good comment. Because, Zach, you were out for that. But Amy Adams Strunk, uh, apparently, the apparently reportedly, the uh, Adams family uh, getting ready to liquidate everything they've got. That's a quote from the uh, Speaker of the House uh, on WTN from Friday morning. Uh, liquidate everything they got to put in 700 mil for a new stadium, which well, would be pretty so incredible. Look at the paper trail. Where did Bun Adams earn all of his money? Well, you know what I paid down in Key West for gas? $4.59 a gallon. Buy low, sell high. This is the time. This it makes it makes perfect sense. I, I thought about that because again, I was on vacation last week. I saw the report and I said, it, "The reason why the price why they probably shifted is because KSA is a conglomeration." Here, I'm going to take you through a little business school, folks. A conglomeration has multiple facets of companies. Right? It's not just an LLC. It's not just a corporation. It is a conglomeration. It's a conglomeration. So KSA, they make more money. And I don't know if it has changed, but I do know years ago, the Titans, as a part of their KSA pro portfolio, did not make the most amount of money. Well, yeah. <laughs> the oil did. So, look, I don't know. I don't go in and out. I don't know the finances. But, we all, but the, the Titans are not as cash flowing as other NFL franchises like the Cowboys and the Rams and some other, like they, they don't have as big a deep pockets as some of those other franchises. Right. But they still have KSA, yeah. Texas and oil is still flowing. It's still getting pumped. So I, that I, I did kind of read between the lines uh, on that. Now, this is probably the right time to do it because you have the most amount of money. Your stock is the highest. It, it's, 
I mean, it's like the Amazon stock. It's thirty one hundred bucks a share. This this is why Bezos bought bought that big ass yacht. I'm telling you, it follow the paper trail. That's my opinion on the stadium thing because I wasn't here last week. All right, well, we'll we'll talk about that. I'm sure later on this week because we really didn't have a chance to talk about it because it came out late Friday morning uh, after we were done here. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. It is time for Would You Rather. And Zach, speaking of gas prices, uh, Wilson County Hyundai could help you out with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, $459 down there in Key West. And it just, the, the further I went down the Keys, the higher the price went up. It, it started at the, in Miami, it was $421, $431. And by the time I reached uh, the edge of the Keys, I mean, again, you got to move, move. But, you know, if you have a fuel efficient car, it's a lot easier. It is a lot. It's a. It's less of a pill to swallow if you've got a electric car. Hyundai has that. Wilson County Hyundai has that. A fuel efficient car like the Sonata, the Santa Fe, the Elantra. They've got you covered. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great deal at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. It's a great day to do it because you're guaranteed uh, to win 200 bucks in free bets if you're a new user to BetMGM. How you do it, you download the app, then you plug in our code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. You make your first deposit. You put a $10 money line wager on either team tonight, Kansas, North Carolina. I'd say North Carolina because they're plus money there. But a money line wager there, just 10 bucks, wins you $200, win a single three-point shot, is made in the game tonight. So check that out. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only. So go right there, betmgm, code ATOZ200. Zach, it is time for Would You Rather on a Monday. What do you have for us today? All right, today I have a good one. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. So would you rather, this is, uh, we, we changed for bad sales job. Would you rather okay only be able to wear clown shoes or not be able to wear any shoes mm. only be able to wear clown shoes or not be able to wear any shoes now here's my visual for those, you know what your feet look like, right? So you know what you don't, if you don't have any shoes. We're talking clown shoes. These are an example of clown shoes. This is like a size, I don't even know, 50? I mean, it's got to be bigger tall, than that. I don't know how tall a guy is right there, but. I mean, he looked like a normal guy. So like, look at. Look at his ankles in those clown shoes. Yeah, let's just say guy there is six foot. Those things are nasty. <laughs> so I, he, here's there's the a thing. lot to this. Yeah, you're no shoes as in like footwear. So I want to no, hear about no Crocs don't count. Sandals <laughs> don't count. No, it's just either clown shoes or barefoot. Clown shoes or barefoot. What do you go? Man. So I'm, we're seeing a lot of clown shoes, and yes, look, look. you can't get yeah, you can't get into a car, bros. I mean, you, you can. You just have to scoot the seat back a lot. You, can, dude, you don't realize how big these shoes are. These are clown shoes. 
The you can take how, him off. Look at his hand. No, okay. No, here, here's look at how big his hand is. Look yes. at your hand, and then look at those shoes. Hold on. How come his hands are so like? I understand there's depth perception in this picture, but one hand looks a lot smaller than the other. I know foreground and background kind of thing, but anyway. So, uh, Orlando, yes, you can get different colors, uh, but it's either like you can take off the shoes to drive if you need to. You just no. Yes. No, you have to wear your shoes. 100% that, of the time? That's what, yeah, because look, it's you can wear clown shoes, but you can go outside when it snows. You can't Hold do on. that. No, 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 you're not understanding you're barefoot. what I'm saying. No, you can, if you're, like, you don't have to sleep and shower in your clown shoes. No, but to go outside and do activities, you have to. No, just the only shoe you can wear is clown shoes. That's the present. That's the presentation. Yes. Right, and so I can still be barefoot at up at times if I want to. With clown leaving shoes. your house, you have to be wearing clown shoes. All right. My first gut reaction was saying barefoot because your feet toughen up and get used to it over time. But the cold weather is really what's getting to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a huge caveat. Also, how many places can you just not go now if you're barefoot? No shoes, also, no service. Or so, if you're Kenny Chesney, no shoes, no shirt, no shirt, no no problem. Well, that's <laughs> because he's down there on the beach in Cinnamon sellout. Bay. Yeah. So I think and you have to. You love Kenny. I think. Ah, uh, yeah. God, that guy drives you crazy. Um, I think you have to go clown shoes here. <laughs> Chad just kills himself. <laughs> That is that's not how this game works, bud. Would you rather clown shoes? But see, Tress, we, we've we've done this. You can't move. You have to live where you live. Yeah. And there's seasons, all four of them in Nashville. A lot of times it's either just cold, hot. <laughs> I have two seasons. I, I I've made my decision again because I I kind of I didn't create this. I just I found it to display. Yeah. I go clown shoes. Yeah, I think Be, you have to. I, I you have to go clown shoes. It snows. Well, just you, it's it's not even that. It's just like if you're going to be in public around a bunch of people, your feet are just going to get stepped on and rocked all the time. Like it's rocked just, is the worst. I don't, people will avoid your feet stepping on them. But there's have you ever walked down a gravel road barefoot? Yeah. It's awful. Or think about when it's hot. Like that pavement gets real hot here too. That's also a good. You, I mean, you will legitimately burn your feet in the summer in Nashville. So I think you have to go clown shoes. I I think clown shoes is the play here. Yeah, you got to do it. You have to do clown shoes. Well, so. look, Kelkin's saying always change the rules. I actually stayed by the rules to say, well, you can't move, right? Like no, we've always kind of said you that. Did, of you, course, did, yeah. you did continue to add on to the rules. Like at first it was the only footwear you can have is clown shoes. That's what, that's how it was presented. Well, uh, yeah, because if you go halfway barefoot, halfway, I mean, th then you get best of both worlds. That's not a, would you rather? That's why I did that. You get yeah, go, you, at least all or nothing. Would you rather only be able to wear clown shoes or barefoot? And so I think, you know, have the ability if you if you don't need shoes, you can not have to wear your clown shoes. But you can only wear clown shoes if you put on footwear. 
You have to go clown shoes. Also, think about your fitness life. Clown shoes. I mean, you're just screwed. You're just tripping over yourself. God, that's tough. You could lift weights. You can kiss cardio goodbye, which a lot of people no. are like cool with that anyway. <laughs> Can't even do like push-ups with clown shoes. You're a six-minute mile. Bye-bye. You'd be doing uh, decline push-ups in your clown shoes. But I, 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 I do save my feet. Gravel on my heel, uh, I'm out. And you know what Lieutenant Dan said? Always got to well, take care of your feet. <laughs> I was about to say, Lieutenant Dan later in his life. He said well, he a lot of things. Well, he got the titanium. Yeah, he said a lot of things. Yeah, no basketball for Zach. Tough stuff. No sand volleyball. <laughs> if you imagine. No. Can you imagine all this? I got sand in my shoes. Just dumping it. <laughs> hey, kids, it's me. Now, you could be the life of the party. Yeah. There's a good That's trade-off true. there. Speaking of that, I was the Easter Bunny yesterday. I didn't tell you that. Full gab? Full for a kid's party. Just full out Easter Bunny. It was fun. How, how did that work? Like, Were they scared of you? A couple. Were there some criers? Yo, yeah. <laughs> Were there I, some like ah, ah! there was like, uh yeah. So I was the Easter Bunny. <laughs> there was probably about fifteen plus like kids ranging from infants to six, and most were like all about it. I took a bunch of pictures. Whenever there was a crying kid with a picture, I gave the thumbs the thumbs up with a crying face. And then I started doing activities. I went on the swing set. I went down the slide as the Easter Bunny. And then I uh, I saw one kid playing kicking a soccer ball by himself over on the side field. And so I went to go over there to, to join him to play soccer. And <laughs> he turned around and just was not having it. Just screamed and ran. And so I, I ran the other way. Just, just, I was in full mascot mode. It was fun. ran after him. That would have been No, fun. I ran, I ran away from him. It's so like he ran from me and I ran from him acting like I was scared too. But you know, it was fun. So it, like full, like, Full like, mascot, come, like head, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no skin. It was just, I, yeah, I, had, I was just gonna say, like, I hope it wasn't like uh, you had like, no, two, no, 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 two no. teeth was, and you painted your face. No, because that's scary. No, no, this, no, well, this, I mean, arguably pretty scary. I mean, it, there's some creepy looking faces that this Easter Bunny helmet can make, but no, it was very fun. That's pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed it. I will be the Easter Bunny again next year. That was, I, 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 I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, the swings Stanley over there. <laughs> I mean, you can just do a bunch of funny stuff and no consequences. There you go. All right. So clown shoes. There we go. Clown shoes. Final vote. All right. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Uh, and Nick says we need pictures. Maybe we'll find out if I can, I'll, I'll pull some pictures of me being the Easter bunny. We'll see what happens. But anyway, uh, Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime, A to Z Sports.com for all of our content. The podcast network, A to Z Sports Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast, Apple or Spotify. And Zach and I will see you tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it. Adios.